the nerds take over. Us? Huh? Hey, this week on Nerdables, we are talking Star Trek Discovery's bomb. In human premiere is the lowest ratings for Marvel TV shows. Uh, Terminator 6 will be a direct sequel of Terminator 2. And Avatar is scripted for four sequels. And I think we got a little bit of Star Wars news as well. So joining me this week are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. I wanted the other intro because you said Discovery Bombs. And I was like, what, the Discovery Channel? That's been bombing for years. And they got rid of all the good program. And just like, let's find out how many times we can fix a motorcycle. Well, the other thing about that and was, when it, as soon as I said her, it, after her. I read it, I was like, oh, wait, the Discovery uh, um, Space Shuttle. Jesus. <laughs> Too soon, well, dude. Too soon. Huh? That's a Challenger. The Challenger. It's the Challenger and the Columbia. Columbia. But I thought Discovery had something. No, Discovery's the one that's in L.A., isn't it? No, that's no, the Endeavor. That's, that's Endeavor. All right, keep going. Discovery may be at the uh, Smithsonian. I thought something happened to Discovery. Anyways. Yeah, it went to the Smithsonian. Um, Where? Smithsonian. He's had too many glasses of wine. <laughs> so, did anyone besides myself try to make it through Star Trek Discovery? Nope. No. No. I didn't. I thought you tried to watch it, Chris. I had it there, but I never watched it. Oh. So I tried to do the whole, you know, uh, access thing, right? The CBS access. And because you can sign up for a free trial. Mm -hmm. Well, the problem is when you sign up for it, so you can buy the $5.99, you know, whatever it is. Well, no, you can do the, you can do the, the, the five, excuse me. Five ninety nine for for uh, the each month, right? Yeah. Okay. But then again, you get the free trial for seven yeah. days. Yeah. So I I was doing the seven day free trial. They and I noticed when I was looking in settings, not only do they have the CBS access, but then they have an upgraded CBS access where there's no commercials. Okay. Because when you're watching it, it has commercials. It shows like three commercials, you know, that run during it. You can fast forward and rewind. During the episode, but you can't rewind or fast forward during the commercial. It's like the old DVDs that used to make you, the first time you put it in, you had to go through the trailers. Yes. You were not allowed to skip them. So not mm-hmm. only yeah. not only are, is CBS charging you for a service, they're also double dipping by selling ad time for the, the service. I, I love how yeah. people are surprised by this. It's no, this is all. Everything's been doing this. Pandora's been doing this. Uh, Tune in radio that has uh-huh. it. iHeartRadio, all that stuff does it. I pay for. But at least Pandora. I pay for Pandora. Can... Yes, Pandora has a free option. They have an option to get rid of the commercials, and now they have an upgraded option, which makes it Spotify. <laughs> that you can find whatever yeah. you right. know. You can find yeah, specific you stuff, to, and you don't have any commercials in the paid for version though correct yes the one i have is the paid for version because i use it all the time at home and work and it's worth it to me for three bucks or four bucks a month or whatever not to have a commercial every six songs sure and then the new thing in on pandora with the commercials because one of the other staff members has the free one Mm -hmm. is if you click on the commercial if you click on the banner or whatever then they give you 30 minutes with no commercials right so when you click on it so if they get clicks for that they can then go to whatever you know rei and say hey look we had a couple thousand people click on it so it's obviously working so we're going to charge you more money yeah 
So did any did any of you guys know what the the plot or the, about the story or anything that was going on with it? Nope. It was about how terrible the uniforms were, and lens flares, and the Klingons looked bad. The Klingons didn't look like Klingons at all. They redesigned them. That's so. all. That's all I heard the next day. No one told me anything about the plot. It was just I don't understand how this is, fits in this time frame. That's the problem. And I don't like the Klingons. That the the problem with that I had with this not was, the only thing. The biggest problems I had with this were they trying to fit it within the time period that they want to set it within the Prime Universe. Well, that's what you guys are all complaining about prior too. So. Yes, because if, if you if you set this say. You know, uh, 50 years past Voyager, or 50 years past the, the last Star Trek Next Generation film. Because those, those technically take place after, after Voyager, because uh, Janeway becomes an admiral in... Is she an admiral in... Insur- uh, not Insurrection, what are the last one? Nemesis? Yes. She's she an admiral. Yeah, she, she makes an appearance as an admiral. Shows how long I've seen since I've and seen that one. <laughs> so, if you set it, let's say, 50 years past that, the uniforms the uniforms were cool looking, but they don't fit within. They're, they're more of the tone of the Enterprise show. They had the blue uniforms in Enterprise that had the, the yellow, blue, and uh, red kind of accents. This just had gold on the sides. But the technology they were using was far superior than anything they ever had in, in Next Generation. But, again... It's 50 years. No, I get that. Since you first, but here, here's the thing with it. They wanted to set it where it is because they wanted to still have... It was like doing Enterprise. Right. Enterprise looks a hell of a lot better than TOS does. Yes. But they wanted to set that story because the story they wanted to tell, they wanted to go back where people still hated each other. Right. And there was wars going on, and they were dealing with the, with the Vulcans, and they're like, Vulcans are bad. They're aliens. They're really... <laughs> They just, they're, really, they're really so bad. self-centered. I just can't stand them. They just hold themselves. I'm tired they of being no explained. We can fly our own starships. They decided to set this here because this is the story they wanted to tell. And yes, it looks very different. But but I'm not just talking about... I don't know if that's... the That seemed to be the, the gist of almost all the complaints that I'm seeing. Not almost all, but a majority of the ones I was seeing was that I don't like the uniforms because they don't fit. I don't like the technology because it doesn't fit. I don't like whatever... Is that everyone's problem with the prequels for Star Wars? Because the prequels look a hell of a lot better than anything they use in the Galactic Civil War. But the difference is, there, there's certain, like, they used holographic communication. Where, you know, where they have the captain talking to an admiral, and there's a full, you know, hologram of them standing there. A 3D hologram, instead of, you know, on a screen or something like that. Because even with Next Generation and then, you didn't have right. them stand there because talking to a hologram. Because you didn't have the technology to even make that look real. Okay, but... But I, here, here's the thing. Okay, but here's here's the part. I wish Sebastian was here because I know Sebastian's argument is that Axnar makes a nod to the technology that existed in TOS yes. in that time frame, without making it look like it looks dumb. Right. I don't know. I'm not seeing anything of Axnar. I can't speak to one way or the other. With this and what people are talking about with a hologram and that sort of thing, if you go backwards in technology, a new audience isn't going to accept it. Right. They're going to be watching. It's like putting a show and saying, if you were to do X-Files now with those crappy cell phones. Right. You know, Mulder's running around the city and he's he can only call Scully, but he can't, like, look up on the internet. Yes. Exactly. Even if it's not. Yeah. And then you just kind of look at You're watching that now. If they were to present this as new, you're like, what are they doing? Right. 
Like, how do they not have the internet on their phone? How do they not have... Well, it's set in 1990 or whatever. But if you're but, using the communicators kind of like what you had in the original Star Trek and things like that, and then you're having, you know, holographic technology that, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of where you get to with Next Gen when you have the holographic, you know, Doctor. Or not necessarily Next Gen, but when you get to Voyager, when you have the holographic Doctor. You know, that, to me, I... If there was some kind of introduction of holographic, you know, communication in Star Trek, you know, even the original, if it was just, you know, like the the Star Wars holographic technology where it was like a blue shimmering image, I could accept that, okay, well, they already have established holographic communication within this time period. You know, it, it would, I would understand it, it would work then. But if you're all of a sudden saying, hey, look, we have holographic, te- you know, communication technology, but we don't use it. Throughout anything else, you know, up until, like I think Sebastian and I were talking, I think they, they say 50 years after Voyager is when they have established holographic, te- you know, communication technology. Aren't they just trying to still capture the new audience of Star Trek and not caring too much about you guys? They know yes. you guys should be, just put it aside, they know you're going to complain about it, but... Yes, no. I, I get that. No, I understand it. And it feels like to me, Star Trek fans are more hung up on the details than Star Wars fans are. Star Wars. Oh, fans they are, were totally accepting of these changes that we have, unless it's midichlorians, the changes that they have in technology and how the Force works and stuff like that, where you can kind of bend and whatever. Because if, especially if you get into the uh, the extra media, the expanded universe type stuff, or whatever you want to call it. It changes so much the, of what the six films presented to you. Right. Even in just how the Force works and how you connect to it and what you can do with it and stuff like that. And, I mean, if people are, are complaining about Discovery based on, well, it just doesn't feel like a Star Trek show or they don't, they don't really, you know, adhere to the principles of what Gene Roddenberry started, I could accept it. And there are some of those that are out there. But to read this over and over again, like, well, I don't like the way it looks and I don't like the uniforms... Yeah, and I kind of shut myself down to it. That's kind of odd. I mean, that's this. If if you don't like it because you don't like it, then you don't like it. But, right. You know, if if it's just the the uniform, whatever, and you can be. I mean, there's, there's certain stuff that all of us kind of get hooked up on in terms of details, where mm-hmm. we go, that detail doesn't work. You know, our brain still when we're watching Rebels and the A wing shows up, and you're just right. Like, yeah, you, know, you kind of have that tick to the side. You know, or going, the, no, that's too early. Yeah, you push your glasses back. It's too early for that technology. Or the interceptor. Yeah. Yeah. So you just have to kind of accept what what it is in the way that they're presenting it to you in a new way. No, I get that. But then there's a lot of people that have you know within the plot. You know, the the Klingons. That's what I'm saying is if they would have if they would not given a time period of when this takes place, I think. Star Trek fans would have been more accepting of it because you say, you know, if you if you put this a hundred years past, you know, past what we already have seen and established with Star Trek, and the Klingons had disappeared, they'd gone their separate ways, and now this is the first time you you meet the Klingons again. You can accept that they've changed and they've evolved somewhat, you know. And they well, that's look how they different. retroed the whole idea of why Klingons look so different in the movies. Right, just evolution. Yeah, it was just like it was an expedited evolution mm. as to why the Klingons look like they did in TOS versus how they looked in in Star Trek Two, yeah, or Star Trek Three, mm. and, and now classic look. 
yeah, exactly. Where they're wearing like a manta ray on their head. And then when you get back to the original show where they're it's just, just humans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> humans with longer hair or whatever, bad eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. If you shave your eyebrows, you could be human. Um, but regardless, the, the reaction has got to be killing CBS because there's, there's no one that I've known that's like, I'm going to pay for this. No. There's... I mean, there's a few. I found I, – I was looking for – I don't remember what I was looking for, but I found it like a, one of the bigger Star Trek groups that's just listed as Star Trek on Facebook. Right. And I unfollowed them within 24 hours because they post every three minutes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm just going through my feed like where – I have no friends on my feed at all. It's just Star Trek. Good Lord. Especially after Discovery. And that's yeah. kind of – I don't know if that's what I was looking for or something like that. But um, the, the, there was one guy that just says – I'm going to need all the Star Trek fans to buy CBS All Access because I love this show and it needs to, to keep going. Wow. And the Ooh. comments through it were just like, I'm not paying for this. This is terrible. Yeah. It's good enough, but I'm not paying for it. Mm-hmm. It's good enough, I'll buy it when it's on DVD. This is terrible, I'm not paying for CBS All Access. I'm not going to pay for CBS AA. I'm not going to pay for that. I'm not. The majority of the comments are, I'm not paying for this. Yeah. I'm not paying six bucks to watch it with commercials, and I'm not paying ten bucks or whatever to watch it without commercials. It's not a good enough show to pay for it like that. No, and it's also the only thing. We talked right. about this when doing with Disney. If this is it, and the thing with it, CBS has put themselves in this weird quarter, sort of corner because CBS already has you know an app or a streaming or whatever for the programs that are on TV. You can yes. watch the current season of NCIS you know, two days after it premieres or whatever. That's all going to go to CBS All Access. Well, it already has. Because but, I tried to go to the CBS app. So the regular app doesn't have those things on it anymore. Correct. Okay. That's the only reason that I could see CBS All Access actually uh, being worthwhile. Being, well, not worthwhile, but actually succeeding is because you've now trained a group of people that if you want to watch these shows, mm-hmm. then – or not if, – if you've trained a group of people that they can watch these shows as streaming. Right. So that you don't have to – you've cut the cord, but you're still – Watching, you're a week or two you're, you're still watching NCIS or NCIS New Orleans or NCIS San Bernardino or whatever. Um, <laughs> that would be an interesting show. China Lake show. Uh, um, so there's kind of that – the second part of this is they're trying to drive people by – you've offered this free product for a number of years. CW is going to do this with the Warner Brothers app. Yeah. Uh, Disney will do this with the Disney app. All of, all those kids shows that you stream already, they're not going to be there anymore. They're right. all going to go. Um, I'm sure ABC will do this with something at some point. Well, ABC, uh, since it's with Disney, it, it'll be interesting to see what they've already list. said that ABC stuff isn't going to Disney. The Dis- Dis- Disney app, ABC, if if it's not produced by Disney, it won't go to Disney. Right. If it's just on ABC, like if if Castle was still on ABC, it, it would. wouldn't go yeah. because it's not produced by. There was something I was watching the other day. It's on a network, and then the logo at the end is like CBS Studios because yeah. it's CBS that produces it. But something like Agents of Shield or yeah, well that that'll be there or yeah, that type of humans. Good lord, we'll get to that. Um, that's going to be another thing that you're the only one that watched it. Uh, no, I know. But but going back to this, um, I saw a lot of people were upset with the ca- the the crew that they had, and the first officer being. They came up with a with a neat idea. They took the idea of a Vulcan that you know a human or a Vulcan you know living with humans like with Spock you know or being raised by human parents like they did with or even with uh, with um, Worf you know a Klingon being raised by humans. This time they took a human and had her raised by Vulcans 
and she went through the whole Vulcan science training and everything, and her well, emotion... to take on a different thing. Spock is half human, right? Because his mother is is yes. human, and Worf looks like a penny. His Worf, his face looks. Worf like was penny. raised by humans, was he? Yeah. His son <laughs> is half human. No, no, his son is is full Klingon. Yes. Uh, I'm trying to remember. You could um, be right. Torres. I feel like I feel like he was older because Torres he... from uh, Voyager's half human. Yes. So again, they've kind of had these, these right. fun things. Keep so going. they they you know they had her and in all of her flashbacks and everything. She doesn't really have emotions going on, but all through the episode, you know, she's completely full of emotions. Matter of fact, they they dictate how she handles a couple of the situations, which. You know, it's like the first Star Trek that openly fires on a, a you know, a non-threatening vessel. Oh, everyone had such a problem with that. Oh yeah, they're like, you can't, you can't disrespect the captain. Like that. I love the people like can't disrespect all this stuff. And I said, yeah, because you're going back to TOS. And when TOS was Gene Roddenberry said you couldn't have conflict between right. the stars. When Gene Roddenberry passed away, there's that that kind of black humor joke where one of the one of the writers and producers says this is awesome because we can finally tell these stories that we've been trying to tell forever right ds9 never happens when gene roddenberry's alive oh yeah yeah voyager not even close no but they had to you know you, you have to make decisions you know that that there's a, that's very interesting for the show but i think the major problem is it's where it's set within the timeline i think I, it, honestly i think if you would remove that from from the the equation Star Trek fans would accept this show because I mean it's not badly produced. It, you know, I mean yes, you have it has a very JJ esque look to it. You know, because it has the lens flares, it has the the over dramatized you know space action and things like that. But it just the other part of it was I just as much as I tried to sit there and go through the whole two episodes, you know. You know, back to back, I couldn't do it. I, I just, I, I had to stop and then go back to it, because I just, when I'm watching, it, I'm going, Ugh. I'm having some of the problems that you have as, you know, as Star Trek fans that have watched all of the other shows, and then, then the other side of it was, I'm paying for this almost. You know, I mean, granted, yes, I was doing the free trial, but I, if I would have let, let it go, I would have been paying for it. So, oh yeah, so Worf is found when he's about five years. Yes. He's born on Kornos. His parents moved to the Kittimer colony. Worf's parents were killed during a surprise attack by the Romulans of the Kittimer outpost. The colony's distress call was answered by the Federation starship USS Intrepid. Chief Petty Officer Sergi Rosenko found Worf and the rebel took him in after fun, failing to find any living relatives. Yeah, because they, show his, they show his Earth's parents. Yeah, he spent time on Earth in his parents' native city of Minsk. <laughs> now you're just mumbling. It's like barely. No, I'm trying to seek because obviously it's it's the part of it was that his family is dishonored somewhere. Yes. That's why he couldn't return. But I'm not finding it in here. But anyway, but I think it ends up being at the at the Battle of Kittimer. Something like that. So yeah, I mean, I could I could watch this show if it wasn't. Set with where it is within the prime universe. It you just watch the show if it was Orville. Or- Orville's doing good. I mean, I, mean, I was a, well. Orville was doing good, and then they moved it. Right. Well, that was a, that's supposed to be its. They it's moved it nor- to what Friday? They moved Thursday. it to its regular time on Thursday, and its oh. ratings went. 
They did that because when well, you have it on Sunday, it, though, we'll see too. the problem with it is on Sundays when you have it on play on the West Coast. Um, no, you have it on the East Coast. It screws up all the the rest of the animation ones. Yes, it screws the East up. Coast games are later. But then it, then on the West Coast, they, they because they've been showing it at they were showing it at five, which our time Pacific time. They were showing it whenever the second o'clock. game ended, and then you got the the extra stuff. And then they showed it again like at 8, but now all those shows are coming back. Right. So The Simpsons and Family Guy. But and now aren't they going to go up against uh, Thursday Night Football? They're going up. Too? It's not even going up against Thursday Night Football. It's the fact that the football lead-in led to the, the shows that yeah. were gone after 5, like our, our time, local, yeah. were the ones that they were doing well with those you know 12 million or whatever yeah. the first one was. It moves to Thursday, and they have like a third of the same audience they had the week before. Well, yeah. the other thing so is, well, I think a lot of people like didn't. That, it's going to be really tough. I think a lot of people, unless they were DVR, DVRing it, didn't know that it moved necessarily to Thursday. But when you get a, Thursday nights, you're going to be up against Big Bang in a few weeks or in a, a couple months because Big Bang switches from Monday yeah, to Thursday in October, in October or November. Oh, no, November like second. Or yeah, and it switches back to Thursday when CBS stops carrying Thursday night yeah. football. Right. That was the, what prompted the change in the first place when it went to Thursday, and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna move back to Monday." Yeah, was it was a Monday for half a season because of football because they were carrying the Thursday night game of the week that used to be exclusively NFL Network. Right. And then the NFL was like, you know, not people have the NFL Network, so we're gonna go to this one, and then it's gonna go back to all the place. It's again in a, in a, a society that's very quickly, especially with young and savvy consumers, the hip kids as they call them, that is used to finding on their demand yes. where stuff is. Moving shows is not... Oh, no, it's not it's a good like, thing. It's just whatever you're doing. Well, there, I mean, you see, it used to be... We'll v- see what the DVR numbers DVRs. are. It'll be interesting to see where that show is in December. Yeah. In terms of Orville. But before you had DVRs, it was even worse because you... Oh, yeah, be, no, you were... You, you'd be lost trying to find it. Yeah. VCR plus codes never worked. Yeah. Um... It, it, it's interesting. I mentioned Orville also because it's a very interesting dichotomy to have both of these shows, one very inspired by Trek and one a Star Trek show, right. come out and see the kind of the, the flips of critics weren't big on Orville, but the fans seem to have really liked it. Mm-hmm. Critics seem to be okay with Star Trek Discovery as a Star Trek show, but the fans don't seem to like it. Right. So there's kind of these flips in it, and, and almost you can't help, especially with the Star Trek Discovery one of people co- comparing the two. You know, Sebastian says right on, I don't remember if it was on Facebook or on our thing, he says, I can't believe that Seth MacFarlane is doing a better Star Trek show than Star Trek's well, doing. It's more along the traditional lines of what a Star yeah. Trek show is. But in a way, there's, there's almost some points where I say, that's a bad thing. <clears throat> right. Because if you're just going to do the same Star Trek show over and over again, why are you doing the show? Sure. You know, Next Gen is different enough from TOS in that the, you know, the crew is a little bit bigger in the way that they... But Star Trek was pretty much TOS. But when they did DS9, mm-hmm. like, this is totally different. Right. You know, well, that's why I'm saying... Same principles, but the idea of being this, 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 the group that's there... Um, uh, sorry, they're bringing Szechuan sauce back for one day, and they're, they're having... Uh, McDonald's is doing collectible posters for their sauces. <laughs> it's hilarious. Who's going to hang that up, really? That's what I said. Like, oh, yeah, I got to get that sweet and sour poster. <laughs> and something on there where they said 10. And I was like, how are there 10 different? There's not 10 different sauces that they've ever had. Ranch. Yeah. Barbecue. So <laughs> this is McDonald's press release. Tangent time. 
Ready to celebrate? We're giving away 1,000 limited edition hand-numbered screen-printed posters for all 10 sauces in our legendary lineup, including Szechuan sauce. That's right. Collectible art worthy of the pop culture status fans have given their favorite sauces. All I put after that was the hell. Yeah. But there's not 10 sauces that they've ever had. Well, figure it out. <laughs> You've got sweet and sour, barbecue, which were the only two they had forever. Right. They've done honey mustard, honey ranch, mustard. and Szechuan. Buffalo? That's six. Sure. I think... Hot mustard? That's seven. What are the other three? Tartar sauce. <laughs> Tartar sauce doesn't count. Ketchup? <laughs> mustard? That's not one of their sauces. <laughs> anyway. Have, I think they have a Polynesian. Oh, there is a Polynesian. Was there a Polynesian yeah, one? So. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I, I put it because Sebastian uh, posted on it right after. I would be excited because the Szechuan song is coming back thanks to the Rick and Morty, but the Szechuan is limited to one cup per person for the first 100 people. Someone on Reddit reverse engineered the recipe at home and is apparently very good. Looks like I'll just be making some for myself at home. It's <laughs> the most Sebastian response I've ever read. Um, but so yes, Orville has a more traditional bent to it with the then, Seth MacFarlane humor. Is it really even Seth MacFarlane humor? Because it's I don't like. It's I've only watched the first. It's a lot of influence. It's, it's a I watched. I, I know. I watched the first one. Didn't care for it, and then. Let it go. Yeah, and but uh, people who are Star Trek fans are really loving it. So it's like, I, I, hopefully for you guys, it stays through. But uh, one of the guys in the Speakeasy group says, "I love Orville, but it has the look of a show Fox likes to cancel." Oh, it does. <laughs> yeah, and I said, I said, yeah, that price tag. I just like, I just put like money signs. I'm like that. That show has got to be expensive. But oh. look, it's D- Discovery is eight million dollars an episode. Yeah, reportedly. That's insane. That's more than what they were saying would be would be the cost for a Star Wars series. That's that's nuts. When they said they spent eight million dollars like on the first episode, like who are and the fact that there's not like names in right. it. Like Michelle Yao's great, but she's not earning a ton of money. Well, yeah, so we, many we talked about this when uh, when Two Broke Girls was just like not renewed, and right. we went that show didn't seem to be that bad. And I said it's got to be because their salaries are out of control. Not out of control, but you know what I mean. CBS is looking at him going, I'm not paying these two ladies a million dollars per episode. The guy, 500000 or whatever. The Big Bang Theory's big thing is that show is super expensive because they all make like two to a million dollars an episode. Wait, and you also have... Well, to be fair to that show, the the main three characters, you know, which are Sheldon, Penny, and Leonard, all took a pay cut... To give the others a, a They pay. didn't take a pay cut. What they did is the same thing Friends did. Everyone gets paid the same. No, no, no. But they, they, they were originally... They, were, they had tiers. They had yeah, those three but what, they, the what happens when they, when they renegotiated, the three of them said, everyone gets paid the same. Everybody get, or nobody gets paid. Yes. yes. And that was... It's not necessarily... They, it's not they, like they went from, from $2 million an episode to one. They went from, we're still getting paid $2 million an episode, and everybody else is getting paid $2 million Right, but it was, too. the last negotiation, they didn't get a bump up. Everybody else came up to them. Yeah, because if they had gotten a bump up, and they brought it, because they would have forced everybody up to where they were, and right. they get a bump up, that show would no longer be on the oh, air. No, no. There's a reason Young Sheldon exists, and it's a way to try and keep that franchise going. Yeah. When they finally say, we don't care that this is the number one. That show wasn't actually bad. Yeah. Well, Big Bang, their last contract negotiations, the, the main cast took a pay cut. No, no, that's so what we were just talking about. I know okay. you're in the bathroom, but you should be able to hear us in there. <laughs> we just talked about that. They didn't actually take a pay cut. They didn't take yes. a raise so that everybody else would come up to them. 
Everyone treats it but as, I think, a, as a... I think because they, they just agreed to a, an extension, so they're going to be on for another two year, two or three years. Yeah, but you're going to see who... Jesus. Yeah. They're, they're going to at least 10, ep- or 10 years. To a Big Bang? Yeah. I know. This is the 10th season. Is it the 10th season? Yeah. This is, then they're definitely going to 12 or something like that. I thought they, was, they were only going to go to 12 anyway. No, they, they they made an announcement that they were going. CBS to... may tell them you can only go to twelve <laughs> well, because yeah. I don't know how much. I don't know. <laughs> um, no, but Orville they had a su- big surprise name this week. They had Liam Neeson show up, and he was only on it. Yeah, I heard about them. It was he they only had Rob Lowe in the first episode though too. They had Rob Lowe, and you didn't even know it was Rob Lowe. Yeah. He was just in you know who directed this video. Whoa. But those those two have had some good working relationships with family well, yeah, too. I mean, so Charlize Throne's in the next episode, and she and Liam Neeson well, were in Ten Million Ways to Die, or a million ways to die. Yeah. He has tons of pull for anybody. He, yeah, he's got but, a lot of contact. But yeah. Liam Neeson was only he he only had to go in, sit down, put on a little bit of makeup, and record a monologue that they show at the very end of it. You know, it's just that they the the so premise was a monologue, and he wasn't on. On screen, but they put makeup on him anyway. Well, no, he was on screen. No, he, I know. I mean, you know, the you know, video monitor. Yeah. I mean, but he was only on screen for less than five minutes. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, Liam Neeson's there. I was like, that's pretty impressive, for that, especially for that, you know, that show. He but, seems to do a lot of like roles like that where it's just short appearances recently. Yes, but he still couldn't come back for a one-minute shot for episode three. That's because he hated George Lucas, remember? That's I think that said. he just hated that franchise. That's why. But he came back he came for back Clone to do, Wars. Yeah, he came back to resurface for Clone Wars. <laughs> Which was still owned by Lucas. Yeah. Um, no, that the, the hate Lucas thing, as I said, it's tongue-in-cheek. Everyone came up with that as an excuse. It's just like the thing. is like, oh, Larry Hama hated Duke. Where's that coming from? Oh. So, uh, Inhumans premiered... Um, yesterday right i still love the the thread that we talked about it i don't know how long ago and i said nobody cares about inhumans and you put i care about inhumans <laughs> i don't know where that came from because from the start you've never liked it like what i said this movie isn't going to get made you're like yeah i could totally see that and i said stop shoving humans down our throat in, in shield season two and you said the same <laughs> thing the problem, and then all of a sudden putting it in shield that's the thing is then all of a sudden we're both Travis and I are like, this is dumb. This is stupid. And you're like, I care about it. It's going to be cool. I can't wait to see it. I'm going to watch it. So, um, yeah, it premiered. Um, and now his mind has changed. No, I'll still watch it through. Of course you will. The problem, the problems with this show are everything. There, <laughs> the actor who's Black Bolt, I just don't like. I thought he was going to start with the actor who's black. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I He just the actor who's black. I don't I, like. I know he's keeping his mouth closed because you know he doesn't. If he speaks, oh, because you know, he's black. Because no. he has to keep his mouth shut. He's but black. black, well, just the way he holds his mouth and everything, it just he's, is. Is Shane? It's horrible. What does he quiver every time that he wants to speak, but he just can't? No, he just. It's always so just stoic. Uh. Well, he's supposed to well, be stoic, but he's trying too hard to be stoic. Yeah, that's it's trying too hard. <laughs> Um, the movie is very, or the movie, the show is very, oh, it's, it's too clean, too, too safe, too, the conflict you don't it's buy. It's a TV show. Yeah, but, but it's part Arrow, of the problem. What, what did, what did we say when the first half of the season for Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D.? It, but see, there's that's boring. the same thing. There's nothing here. There's nothing, there's, there, there was nothing in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
until Winter Soldier came in that made you interested in it at all because it was all so formulaic and safe and clean and it was just like, eh. But the Arrowverse... What did I say about Orville at the end? I said, I wish they had gone even wackier and crazier and it was more of a parody. I would have enjoyed that more than trying to do a straightforward drama. Yeah, they're killing them. A straightforward drama that has a a, a joke in the middle of it. Hey, did you see, see the dog licking its balls? First thing I noticed. Yeah. Pause for laughter that's not coming. Um... The same thing. Just looking at the trailer for Inhumans, like, nope. There just so, isn't. What what would be there that would actually make you interested? I Other than it says Marvel on that's it. That's the only thing. And you've gotten to the point now where the rumor is ABC canceled it before it even premiered. You now know from, what is it, Variety that reported that ABC wanted Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. off the air. They wanted that hour back. Yep. And Disney forced them to do a half season for season five or whatever. And so you're looking at next in a year. Somewhat, I think. No. In a year, you may not have a Marvel TV series on network television. And that's what—that's why Marvel or Disney said, no, you have to keep Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, that's what, we no, need... that's for this half season. That's the fifth season that premieres after Inhumans. That's the story from Variety, is ABC said, we're not doing it. Yes. And Disney said, yes, you are. You're doing it after Inhumans. And so they're going to have a full season of Marvel television, but it's the half season of Inhumans that's already completed, and it's a half season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. There is no renewal for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet, because that wouldn't have happened until the spring anyway. That's true. And at this point, unless Disney comes again and says, we need another year of this, there's not going to be another Marvel series on network television, as long as ABC Executives, which again, is an entity of itself that's owned by Disney, that tries to run its own decisions, is saying, we don't want this. Yeah. We want the hour back. We want to show another hour of America's Funniest Home Videos or something. And this is, it, it's such a, we need that hour for American Idol. So much other stuff that's been successful, but it, it's, it's, I don't know a single person besides you that's still watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. See, and it, I don't know a single person that watched Inhumans. I don't know anyone who was excited about Inhumans. None. Yeah. It's, they cut Medusa's hair off in the very first episode. Yeah, because it's too expensive. Yeah. It, it's the same thing as when we were watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and there were so many things where I said... But it looked where bad we said, Where we said yeah, the choices that they made in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. were not based on creativity but based on budget. Yes. And that's the problem you have with those types of shows. When you go from a movie in which your budget is $250 million and the two directors go to Disney and say, hey, we want to do this, but it's going to cost another $5 million bucks, and Disney says, go for it. Yeah. Till you go to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and you say, get every episode under a $1 million. And you go, we have a flying car. Nope. No, you don't. Yeah. We have, the, we have this cool attacking this truck on the road. You're going to shoot that in Pacoima, and you also can't show Absorbing Man actually hit the truck. Yeah. And that has to be CG because we can't afford to destroy a real truck. Well, you know, it's just it, most it, of the most of so the terrible. Inhumans. Most of the Inhumans are human. I mean, looking, you know, they don't. There's not hmm. very many. That, that was the other problem with it. I mean, I know that within the ruling class, the royal court of the Inhumans have always been mostly human looking, yes. except for Gorgon. And so I get that. No, he used to look more human than he does now. Well, that's true. In the yes, he, the way they have him now in the, in, I mean, in the show, it's just his, you know, his legs, and you don't see them most of the time. But even yeah. no, his face. But he, it, he used to look more. No, human no, I know, I know. Him. In the comic and everything, his face and he, he, <clears> he, now he, it's all messed up. But in or the more in the show, evolved in a sense. In the show, he doesn't have it. Triton yeah. is the only one that you know. I mean, he's obviously green. He's got a little bit of the the spike on his top of his head, but so it looks like an old Klingon. Green Yondu. 
Yeah. Green Yondu. He, but, you know, he he's supposedly dead right Yondu. now. Yeah, again, they get rid of the character who's cost the most money. Lockjaw they used for a little bit, but now they've got, he's, you know, he he's captured and he's been put to sleep. Or so, within to the sleep first, so within the first episode... Or episodes, I guess. Is this is this the it whole was, movie? Is this the first two hours? They showed the first. Yeah, they okay. showed the. So within the first two hours, what they would have shown in IMAX, they've gotten rid of any character that they'd have to pay for. Because you notice Lola doesn't fly after the first episode of Agents of Shield. I think they did it like two or three times, but that was it. Barely in that season. Yeah. I think there was one shot of it. What in the alley where she jumps on it? Yeah, it was so like it was a, just obviously a stage where it's like, okay, here's the fire escape, <laughs> clunk. <laughs> And then that was it. Yeah. And like, hey, we got back. It's like Game of Thrones, the first season. All right, we're going to go battle these guys. Cut, come back. Wow, that battle was crazy. Yeah, look at all those dead look people the, look out all there. all the bodies laying Yeah, there. that's amazing. It's incredible what kind of battle we had that yeah. nobody saw. They cut off Medusa's hair, so that way you, you don't have, you know, she did use it for a little bit in the very beginning of it, but then. She cuts off her hair. What's the point of her character? I mean, it's just. Yeah. See, that was. Uh, it's just, she's just Black Bolt's translator then. That was exactly. I went well. This character's a waste now. Um, Crystal, they show her using her power just a little I bit. Said the movie was never going to come out. I said when they make it a TV series, it was never going to be successful. Yeah, it's. You know, I I don't see it. Picking, look at the Netflix series. You have Daredevil, you know, straightforward, you know, martial arts type show, whatever. Right. Crime fighter show works. Jessica Jones, Private Investigator show, works. Luke Cage, again, crime fighting, beat people up, works. Dude. You get to Iron Fist, which has all those mystical elements, and that's the one everybody hates. Yeah. You get to Defenders, which is based a lot off of Iron Fist. <laughs> I mean, they must have watched those things for Iron Fist going, oh, crap. Yep. We really should have based this around Daredevil or Luke Cage. Okay. Well, but even Jessica, Jones, even Jessica Jones, her, fly, you know, her flying ability, they allude to it. A couple of times. But again, that's based off the character, too, is that she gave up her own powers. Right. Excuse me. She gave up her time as Diamond or whatever. Boy, that game took a turn. We had it as 1818 when we walked in here, and it's 46. Holy crap. Um, her in, in the comic, she gave up her powers. Right. So in the TV series, it makes sense to be someone who kind of ran away from her powers, and she doesn't have to use them. But you see her you see her jump at one point, and then she lands someplace else. They don't show the flying. Right. And then they, she, they ask her about her ability set at some point, and she just kind of you know alludes to things. It doesn't yeah. really give you the full details. But it works in the way that those shows are set up. Yes. And you notice once it gets into something where if you're doing something like Iron Fist... You have fans that'll watch it and go, "Why doesn't this look as good as the movie?" When you, uh, Agents of Shield, when we're watching that first season, they're going, "Yeah, okay, it looks okay." And I had said from the start, "Like you're going to have people that are watching Avengers, watch Agents Agents of Shield, and go, boy, this looks terrible.'" Mm -hmm. And it was okay. And then we went to see Winter Soldier, and then the next day we saw Agents of Shield, and Agents of Shield looked like the cheapest thing I've ever right. seen in my life because. You're you're expanding on a story that you just had in a two hundred million dollar motion picture, and you're setting it in the Shield base, which just has like bricks for walls. Right. You know, it didn't even look like a building. Really, it looked like a set. It looked so much like a set you couldn't help well, see, it. When you get I to think something humans like is the same thing. You're gonna have this show, even something like Gifted, where you know, last week I think we talked about. It. Are you gonna watch this? Are you gonna watch this? And I'm sort of like shrugging my shoulders. And you're wondering, so I look at something like Gifted and going. 
I don't know how good that can be because if the powers aren't working every single time, right. that's not going to be a great show. Right. Well, see, something like Legion, they could use, since most of that is, is psychological. psychological. It's it, all internal, it's, yeah. Yeah. You can, you can make something And telekinesis is easy. Yes. You know, flying and shooting stuff and being able to rip buildings in path and all that other stuff, that's all expensive kind of powers. Telekinesis right. is easy. You just, need, you just need a stagehand to throw something across the, the right. way. I mean, a lot of that they, they are able to, to do with the, you know, you don't need a lot of CG. You don't need a lot of time. You can do it all practical and cheaply with something like Legion. You can't, and then you have your episode where you do show your, you know, your... Where you spend the money. You spend the money. Yeah, you you know, you spend, you have a couple of those episodes. The Battle of Whatever Bay, Blackwater Bay right. or whatever, where they're like, dude, we really got to spend some cash here. We well, that was, that was We got to have ships blow up. That was just it. You know, when Game of Thrones, when you got to like episode seven That's what or I'm talking eight. about. Or eight, eight or nine, that, you the, that the, you knew those the were the battle be at the end ones. of of the second season was they're like uh, yeah this has got to work. Um, and, you know, even for something like Gotham, they they do a lot of that you know with the characters and stuff they do with practical and it looks good because but they also could do stuff like that one because they've got it set where you don't know if it's modern or you know a newer type start, you know setup. But gifted is another one. That, like I, I was watching the trailer for it, and all the, the trailer for it shows a lot of powers being used. That's one episode. That's the one episode. I don't see how they can withstand and keep that going. You know, even something like Arrow, you don't have a lot of stuff where, you know, you're showing a lot of superpowers. You know, Supergirl shows more, and I think that's why they have more trouble Flash with it. Flash does too. Flash does too, but Flash works because it's running. I mean, Supergirl's flying, and she's yeah. But you have a lot of, of you have ice, and you have ice is easy enough. But yeah, you, those you, are those are all real. Those are practical effects. <laughs> they created <laughs> they, an ice they gun. gun. They just haven't told anybody yet. And, but then even um, here, um, um, I want to call it almost called Heroes of Tomorrow, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Heroes of Tomorrow. The, you know, you have a flying Heroes ship. You have you have all, you have a lot more special effects than that one than you do any of the others. Yeah. On a con- on a regular and basis. A few episodes I've watched, they still kind of look like crap. Yeah, but and when when it's set in a place where you expect better, we watched Warehouse Thirteen that had cheesy effects for right. a lot of it, but it worked because you're it like, w- it's Warehouse Thirteen. Who cares? It, it worked. Sci-fi. Yeah, it's a sci-fi show. It's a sci-fi show. But it was also a, a, you know a and farcical. It yeah. yeah, it was lighthearted. With when you get to Agents of Shield and you get to Inhumans. And you, you're right. You're expecting something more from Marvel now because yep. of the movies. And when you go and you know this is within the same universe, you're going, wait, this doesn't... Especially if yeah. hum- the Inhumans have a power set that is akin to the Avengers. Yes. You know, and but they can't... It, it's the other thing. is to buy, like, well, the Inhumans are there, and if they show their powers, someone would probably come knocking on their door. Like, Daredevil hasn't done anything that you expect Captain America to knock on his brownstone. Like, hey, what's right. up? Uh, we need to talk. You yeah. Know, or anything like that. Maybe well, Even nothing with the, the Defenders yeah. that they did would have brought in, you know, the Avengers. You know, maybe Spider-Man might have said, came by and said... defending stuff. But you're right. Someone I know watched the Miraculous Seven. Or the, no, not the... Not the seven. What's the Seven? Magnificent, Magnificent seven. seven. Oh, that last line. <laughs> They were I watched it. It was so good, but magnificent. Yeah, it's a good movie. <laughs> it's until a good that movie end. to That's the very stupid. end. It's so bad. <laughs> and he said, "He's like, I really like this movie." And I put, "I like that movie too." But that last line, and he's, "Oh yeah, I hated that. Yeah. I wanted to throw the remote at the TV." <laughs> <laughs> but we watched it, and I was like, 
Because she knew it was coming because, you know, you'd obviously, <laughs> she'd heard it enough. I knew it was coming. I'm watching the movie She's with going, Melissa and I'm going, no, don't you do it. Don't you, don't you, don't you say <laughs> Just it. Just pause. Don't you say it. I'm in the movie theater. Don't oh. you say it. They were magnificent. Damn it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, she, we were sitting there watching it because she knew it was coming too because she'd heard, you, know, so heard, heard you guys talking about it and she like, uh. oh, it was terrible. But she could forgive because of the rest of the movie she really enjoyed. Um, no, but it's it, it really is hard when you're watching the Inhumans, or you know, especially because you're going, well, wait a minute. If somebody's got this this power, first of all, they have the Sokovia Accords in place, so somebody's going to come and and take them away, or you know, be after them other take than other than. And that's been the story for like three seasons of Agents of Shield. Yeah. That's the other part. I was like, okay, no, now they're coming for the Inhumans. They've been coming for you for like three years. Yeah. Now you show up. Oh, the royal family showed up. They I, do make. They I want. I want that episode with whoever's left in the Inhumans. Does the lightning guy still exist or whatever? Or do they kill him? The guy who shoot lightning bolts. That they didn't bang the chick or whatever. But no, like, if he still exists in that universe, I want him to go. Like, uh, so where have you guys been? Yeah. We had this commune and it was kind of cool, and then there was this crazy person that like murdered people, but then Agents of Shield saved him, and then they let him like go be a vet or something because you know we kill everybody else well, see, the way people, they, but the that way, guy gets to survive the way they set this up was that the royal family you know was on the moon and they had you know they were controlling you know they should have stayed there <laughs> i don't know why they came here they were controlling the terrigen and you know when people would would be exposed to it or whatnot that were within the bloodline <laughs> and they make a comment that we well, you know, they they want um that they, Did they release the Terrigen Mist down onto Earth? Then no, they left Earth when you know. But they had, somebody, some of their some of their subjects. ancestral ancestors had been there. That's how uh, there were humans still on Earth. Okay, and all that takes place is completely separate uh, of the royal family and everybody that's on the moon. And they do not want to have anything to do with the Earth. It is kind of Paul Jenkins. Well, Paul Jenkins thinks they just want to be left alone in Adelon when they move Adelon to the to to Earth. Because it's, it's if they're it's following the, the original, way. it's it's the fact that the Kree come to the planet and populate the Earth, and then as that line keeps expanding, you have half human, half Kree, and right. those are the Inhumans because they're sort of human, but they're not, and then their their Terrigen mists click on their powers. Right. Well, they, they well, and that's what was at the bottom kind of, of that whatever that that uh, you know cataclysm or catacomb was at the end of what was it season two when she activates it. Yes. And they killed the one character I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, and the other chick, Ruth Naga's character, gets into. She's like, "I have thorns now. Check it out." Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. And then they killed. They killed her, didn't they? Yeah, they killed her. Yeah, that's right. She's she's on preacher now. I know she's on preacher. I was just wondering. But her so character they, wasn't dead. That'd be an interesting character to bring into Inhumans at some point. Right. So they they took her. You know, they they went to the moon, and then you know, assume, presumably the they didn't. You know. Did they get hit by Jackie Gleason? They've never. <laughs> yeah, you know, there was there was no more. One of these days, one of these days, domestic abuse. But one of the things was that you know they they wanted you know that the, there was the need to go back to the Earth because you know, well it's back, you know eh? there there's terrigenary there's stuff going on and they're like well yeah but you see how you see how the humans are treating the inhumans that are being you know that are, are being populated now through the terrigen. You know, we need to stay away from that. But then the coup happens, and, you know, they get sent to Earth, and they end up in Hawaii. Do they use Rob Zombie's more human than human as a theme song? No. Yeah. It's a shame. It's, uh, it's, it's sort of crappy that they 
use the coup don't use... already. I mean, Maximus is mad, so... Hey, Maximus was to... within the first five minutes of it. I mean, you have to have an antagonist like that right away. I couldn't believe they got Russell Crowe to play Maximus again. <laughs> within the first five minutes, <laughs> Maximus was already scheming and, and, and setting it up. And, you know... I mean, he'd already. He was the reason that, that well, the whole coup happens. Let Ethan keep doing his calisthenics. <laughs> the whole, the whole the reason the coup happens is because Maximus wants the Inhumans to go back to Earth. Gotta go back. So that that's you know that's why it happens. It's mm-hmm. it's he's not you know crazy or anything like that. It's just him feeling that the Inhumans, or that Black Bolt is unjust and that the the caste system that they have set up there is un and shouldn't you know. It, it's so stupid. he's the good yeah. guy. He yeah he I mean he's the yes he's the antagonist but he's also kind of the protagonist he's the pro antagonist exactly he's the pro antagonist and protagonist and pro proton speaking about movies that suck that are being brought back I guess wow. sort of so uh, we weren't we weren't speaking about that at all oh Jai Courtney was in. Uh, Jack oh god! Oh, uh, Jack Reacher! I totally forgot he was in that movie. Jack Courtney still has a career. Damn. Well, he won't in Terminator Six because it's going to be a direct sequel of Terminator Two, and everything else is going to be a bad dream. That's uh, dumb. I got. I got to find this. It, the first time somebody posted this, I posted something after it. So James Cameron's going to come back and direct. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I they're going to make. Did he, I don't know. he did three, right? No. No. No, he didn't do three. He did the last one, the five. No, he didn't. No, no he, he didn't, didn't do one. Genesis. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know, the one before that, the one where it was like... Four? No, that wasn't it. Yeah, that's so. No, that no. was McG. Yes, that was McG. McG! Mm. Yeah, woo! Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a direct sequel. Uh, Does that mean that uh, Edward Furlong is going to be back? God, I hope not, because Edward well, Furlong is gigantically hasn't... fat. Oh he is? Oh my god, is he ever <laughs> He kinda looks like uh Well he has plenty of time to work out. Because so... Linda Hamilton's coming back. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how they're gonna work all this through. I mean they avert a disaster. I granted it could go back to hell, but That's what that's Terminator in hell. Terminator well that's with... the thing, salvation is supposed to be what it was, right? Or was that the future movie? To set up for them to send John back. Salvation, was, Salvation was like the beginning of John Connor's career, or the middle of John Connor's career. No, it's sort of like it, a prequel it was type deal. Because remember, the Terminator 600 was the next evolution. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it takes place before Terminator 1. <laughs> no. Yes. Well, it it, it, in the future of yeah. it, yes, it yeah, takes no, place. It place takes place not long self, after it, it the takes place apocalypse. Before the it takes place before the events of Terminator One, which yes. the events of Terminator One are sending the Terminator back. Yeah. But it does take place after the apocalypse. Yeah. Shortly after the apocalypse, the so apocalypse. that could still stay in place. Where the heck? Well, I guess that would be untouched. Yeah, because technically so, it's. But Before. three, three would become a bad dream. Well, three was supposed to. Three's sort of already be a, bad a bad dream. dream. Yeah. I mean, that's that's th- that's end. what I'm trying to find because this is this is the the best thing. It was a good ending because the world ended. So yes. yeah. Okay, so well, it proved that no matter what she did, it's I said happen. so. Yeah. It, yeah, it says uh, Terminator Six is Judgment Day sequel and erases the third movie forward. So I put didn't the TV series erase three and beyond? 
and didn't four erase all of it? And didn't Genesis erase what had happened to erase the others and then made all those movies and TV series unerased, but then erased that and then Roboconner said whatever and then everything existed again and our heads exploded when we tried to figure out how the beep Jay, Jai Courtney still gets beeping work in this town? Jai Courtney sucks so much! Oh, wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> so, like, so your problem is Jai Courtney. I was like, yes, that's my problem with Genesis. Jai Courtney's in it. Well, you also had a problem with Amelia Clark. Ugh, that's Edward Furlong. Oh, God. <laughs> there you go. Poor, poor you, need to post it. you need to post it on the Facebook page. That's Edward Furlong. So that's a funnier guy, John really Connor. looks like Axl Rose. Oh, he does. Well, no, he looks like Donald. Terminator 6, Rise of the Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he looks like somebody else, too. That uh, Oh, God, I can't think of his name now. <laughs> So the guy who posted that picture said, yeah, the T-800 needs to rescue Eddie Furlong from whatever did this to him. <laughs> it, 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 again, it's, it's James Cameron basically saying anything I didn't do doesn't count. Yes. It's the George Lucas thing. Where yes. George Lucas, for the first, you know, it's like, anything I didn't do doesn't count. If, yeah. I, if I didn't make those movies, if I wasn't the writer, executive producer, whatever it is, I didn't executive produce books, comics, TV series, whatever. If I wasn't None involved, of that counts. Well, the TV series he always was. But, he didn't, but they didn't count. Yeah, he's, he's producer emeritus of the ewok adventures but right. those don't count um it wasn't until clone wars tv series right that because he's an executive producer he oversaw everything he, dave filoni had to get approval from him yep. for everything that happened dave filoni even goes you look you know once we aired something george would go back and go "Ooh, i like that put that in there yeah. and we'd tell things out of order from what we want to tell because george would say no you need to go back and tell that or tell this uh so this is probably after Genesis where they're like, oh, we're going to do Genesis and then we're going to do another film or whatever. And they're like, no, wait, Genesis bombed because it's terrible. Right. Even your boyfriend Plastic Face couldn't save it. Um, <laughs> if To make another one, they had to give – how is James Cameron going to make this film though? I don't know. Because he's, he's got 86 Avatar sequels on the docket. Well, that gets to the next thing we were going to talk about. Well, that's kind of – it's all kind of mixed because now you're talking about doing another Terminator film mm-hmm. that he's – going to write and direct and he's doing 17 well, avatar sequels four for sure six well they knocked a whole bunch of those sequels off the, <laughs> the list it was gonna be 135 originally and he's like no let's get it down to four. Oh, and so and he, maybe he's not going to be directing those just executive producing it overseeing how is the anyone gonna pay for him not directing avatar those, can you have Avatar 2, directed by the guy who did Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, God. Avatar no 2. Exactly. Who really gives a damn about this? The, 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 the four-minute ride at Disney World is not going to save everybody's consciousness right. going, oh, yeah, I remember that film. The funniest thing that happened with Avatar is actually one of the skits you haven't got to yet on Saturday Night Live last night. It was stupid, <laughs> but it was amazingly dumb. To a point where I couldn't help but laughing because I love amazingly dumb well, things Beth like Riverdale. Well, Beth was watching the, uh, the chicken skit. Oh, God. Oh. Ryan Gosling <laughs> is a terrible host, by the way. Um, but, so, the Terminator movie, I get, and it's the same thing. Where it, if 20th Century Fox or whoever, Universal, is paying for it, they had It's Universal, right? It was a ride yeah. at Universal, but it doesn't mean it's Universal. No, um, I think it's still done by Universal. Whatever it is. You know, we have these things called phones. No, I looked up everything up. else. You guys can do so. Whoever is paying for it, it probably said, we're not doing it unless you direct it. And we're not doing it unless it's directed or it's attached to the only two that have remained successful afterwards. 
Um, so, yay, but again, the, the, the red letter media one for Terminator Genesis where they, they break it down to a point where they say the best part is when Robocon are basically, you know, Arnold's like, but no, you didn't do this thing that then this other thing happened and that's why we're doing it. And Robocon just goes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> sure. Okay. Just like, like, like an aside, it would have been like a Deadpool movie and aside to the fans like, yeah, you guys don't care, right? You just want to see stuff blow up? All right. Time travel. And then he just starts shooting people. Oh, that would be so much better. And then just goes, oh, by the way, put all this in the trailer. That way everybody knows the twist. Ka-cha! The only twist left is that Doctor Who decides to kill people on the platform. <laughs> Plastic face. He was going to be the one that... uh, No, I forget what he was trying to do. Well, after having now three more Terminator films since Terminator 2, is having another Terminator excite you because James Cameron's doing it and it's connected to two? No. Not really. Genesis killed it for you. You like Genesis, though. Yeah, it was okay. I had no problem with it. But I also saw it twice, and I didn't want to see it twice. So. <laughs> Not in theater, at least. Wow. Someone was like, I was, I was the outlier. I don't get the hate for Salvation. Like, I thought uh, Salvation was fine. Salvation, I didn't mind. I, I think there's parts of Salvation that drag, and so it's kind of boring in comparison to the other movies. And I think a lot of people were just mad at Sam Worthington. It's TriStar. That... No! No! <laughs> no! TriStar originally did it. TriStar doesn't exist anymore. Mm. So who owns Terminator that? 2 was Carlico. That was one of the things that... <laughs> no, Terminator 2 was TriStar. Yeah. It was... Isn't Carlico Pictures attached to it? Because they were doing Arnold, all of Arnold Schwarzenegger's movies. Because what helped put Carlico out of business, what really put Carlico out of business was that terrible Gina Davis Pirates movie. Curse of the Gina Davis movie. Or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> they... Terminator 2 was the movie they paid Arnold in a plane. Yeah. And not like they brought money to him in a plane. They gave him a plane. Yeah. Now, it was, it, the production was... Uh, it was Carlco. Yeah. That was part of the production company. It was also Lightstorm Entertainment, Pacific West. Lightstorm and, Entertainment is um, uh, James Cameron's company. Uh, was Then there was uh, La Studio. And then TriStar Distributed. Yeah. But that's not that's not a producer. That's a distributor. But wait a minute, wasn't Terminator 3D the direct sequel of Terminator 2? Oh yeah, that's what we've had four. Those guys have been standing on that screen for forty five minutes. Because <laughs> that the, the the ride at Universal was the direct sequel of Terminator 2. Yeah, because well, he directed that's not a, it. That's not it's not a ride. It was an experience and it was stupid. <laughs> he sat in this ugly theater. <laughs> I want to see Mikey stand up. This is not a ride. This was an experience, a, and I've been lied to. He's, the theaters that like squirt you with water. Something like he jumps into a pool and he squirts you with water, and you're like, oh my god, I felt it. That's a 4D. That was Shrek. Shrek 4D was a direct sequel to was Shrek. Doesn't he fart like the whole time? Honey, I Shrunk the Audience or whatever. Probably. At Disneyland where they did it. Yeah. When Captain EO was out. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a little bit. The Bugs Life one is actually really cool. The Bugs Life one was really cool. But now they use that theater for... No, like, Bugs Life is still there. Is it? Yeah. Why would they change that? Well, they were showing... They did it for, like, when Milan was coming out. They, did they spray water in their face, yeah. too? When they were Display, yeah, they sprayed Szechuan sauce. Snow or whatever. <laughs> 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 My eyes are burning. <laughs> oh, I got soy sauce in it. It's Szechuan sauce. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but so that that is a good question though. Is how is Cameron going to do four sequels to Avatar when he's in the process of doing? And what comes first? A lot of cocaine. Because didn't they say the sequel? Don't the Avatar sequels don't start till twenty twenty? I think so. So is Terminator is supposed to be done in twenty nineteen? Yeah. So they maybe Terminator's first because that's probably the easiest one to get out. Well, also you got to do it before Arnie dies. Well. I'm so, going to come back again. Yeah, you know, I've had my heart work Warner done. Brothers. Even if I die, they're just going to see Jimmy Bin. Warner Brothers Columbia was the distributor for three. But the distributor paid for it. Probably so, them. Probably them. I say that all the terms. We understand that. Uh, Hollywood finances. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone. Do you think that it's. Con- the term- we, I think we've talked about this before. Probably. That yeah, I'm pretty sure we talk about a lot of the same things over, <laughs> over and over, over again. again. <laughs> Mikey's done with this conversation. I'm surprised people still listen to us. Still, the they would have had to listen to originally in order to listen to it still. But, no, I was going to say, do you think that, that Avatar is past its point? Yes. Avatar was past its point as soon as it yes. left the theater. They should have done when that people right brought away. it home and went, oh, this sucks in 2D. <laughs> this, this, this is much less interesting. That was the whole push of the 3D TVs, too. Yeah. Even FX doesn't show it on a constant loop anymore. They used to. Yeah. That was on every day on FX. I miss I miss the old Fox, uh, Fox FX movie channel. That was the best. Princess so, Bride, like, every afternoon. They were playing that. Uncut. No commercial. Paramount distributed Terminator 5. <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Because I thought they did Genesis. All, or not uh, Salvation. They did Genesis. No, they didn't do Salvation. Or, salvation. Well, I, I thought I they did know, Salvation maybe. as well. well. I'll tell you in a minute, but it'd be funny if just every you <laughs> just every keep passing it around. Different. <laughs> Genesis. We gotta spell it. it. Can't it can't be spelled like Genesis? We gotta add um, a Y in it. Forgot about that. Oh, God. That way we can make it a computer program. That's what makes it look computery. Um, Terminator Four was Warner Brothers. This is riveting. So Warner Brothers did three and four. There you go. And then it went to Paramount to do a terrible, terrible, so terrible one. So Disney will be doing six if they, if they follow their trend. Yeah, I don't think so. No. Um, Disney buys Terminator. Speaking of Disney. It changes yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy ride at California Disney into a Terminator, <laughs> Terminator ride. Right? Escape the Terminators. <laughs> you just like get you're to the going top. Down. Yeah, you're going down. Let's go. Get down. Get you'll down be, again. <laughs> you'll be back. Why you're are you still up here? Why are you still here? Get out of here. Come on. Do it. It's ah. just all horny lines from every single movie. It doesn't matter. Cookies? Who said you can eat my cookies? I need a turbo man right now. <laughs> That'd be such a cool ride, though, an Arnold Schwarzenegger ride. I want an Arnold Schwarzenegger ride. That would be great. That would be <laughs> Just great. Just go through it. Disney cool. make it happen. Disney pieces of Arnold Schwarzenegger stuff. Get your Astomas. Eyes bulging out of your skull. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. Get your Astomas. It's not a tumor. So you get up there. And say, Sully, remember when I killed you last? I lied. Then you drop. Cool. Um, when I said they killed you last? Yeah. Would you go on that ride? Because it has all the lines. <laughs> I know all the lines. I don't need to go on the ah, ride. Come on. <laughs> Chris is asking nope. you know, want to be the voiceover dub for him. <laughs> um, I can do Arnie. So speaking of Disney, 
what you you before we went on, you said there was something Star Wars. So cinemas because we can't cinema, do an cinema something or whatever. They had a runtime listed for Last Jedi on their website of two point five hours. Two point five. Two point five. Exactly. So it was two and a half hours. Well, that's what I, they originally had said it was going to be. No one has said anything for it, and they removed it almost immediately and changed it to zero, which has a lot of people saying that it was just a placeholder. Like right. as they're building the site, they put that in there. If it's two and a half hours, it makes it the longest movie, which I had no idea that Phantom or, uh, Attack of the Clones is the longest Star Wars film. Hmm. Two hours and 20 minutes, isn't it? It's 224. Yeah. Wow. So this would only be six minutes. I love a lot of people like, it's going to be so long. And I'm like, it's six minutes longer than the longest right. one. It's How not like this Empire? huge thing. Empire is. is Empire is. Empire is like one The first three is, um, uh, is Return of the Jedi. Out of, the, out of the original trilogy, Return of the Jedi is the longest film. But I think Empire's like 186 or something. Yeah, it's it's not it's not. Great. Um, 186. Three hours. That's three hours. It's <laughs> <laughs> three hours and six minutes. Look, I'll gonna... watch Empire for three hours, but damn. Woo! <laughs> I was gonna make a comment. It's, it's, <laughs> I'm in my head like, wow, wait, am I hours. doing something wrong? Oh, um... when did when did when did 90 minutes become an hour? <laughs> That was the director's like, cut. I meant one, it's 118 or something, I think. Because the director's cut is 186. No, but the, the original, I, I remember the original time on, so, they okay, had listed on, for on, on IMDb for Last Jedi was two hours and 30 minutes. That's why everyone's saying it's a placeholder. It's got to be a placeholder. Uh, so episode one is 133 minutes. Episode two is 142. So that's one, two hours and 20, 22 minutes. Uh, episode three is 140. Because it was only two minutes shy. Yeah. And... Why don't you give me the original trilogy? Why are you not doing that? You they don't. Oh, no. That's what I wanted. Hold on. Those don't count anymore. <laughs> yeah, they, those don't count. Those are not Wait, canon. was it the original trilogy before the special edition? Well, it's stupid. It's the original trilogy yeah. episodes four through six, and then they give me a listing for... The, the was it the, the director's cut? Was it the, the special editions? Was it the Blu-ray special editions? Yeah, which one was it? I don't know, but now... It's the I platinum editions from New Line for Lord of the Rings. How long are all the stories? Let's cut the board. Okay. There's a lot of dead Well, no. The no, problem with it is it's not giving me a list. This is riveting. This Yeah, this is definitely riveting. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out because I wanted to see... <laughs> I wanted to know in the original one which one is the longest. We gotta think of more Arnie lines while he's looking. Just yeah, to, episode four is two hours and five minutes. Go go four. to Wiki and see. I was on Wiki and they don't have running times. So. Oh. Um. Wow. So you, uh, Mikey, you went to Universal Horror Nights. Yep. How was it? You went oh. to Horror Nights. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Universal <laughs> Horror Nights. Uh, That's a much different. It's okay. Thing uh, I didn't do the Walking Dead because it's already there anyway, is right. Uh, and uh, we didn't get to do the Insidious because the first line we were going to, we went to the gate A, which is the VIP. I'm not paying attention. I just see Insidious. I see the gate A, but I'm not real thinking it's VIP. So right. we're going down, and we go, and we're like, ah, crap, we have to turn around. And then we never go to it because. I can't find the stupid entrance, <laughs> so we end up going to The Shining and then the American Horror Story. So that was pretty cool. How was the horror story one? Shining. It was good. A lot of pigs. A lot of so, pigs. Yeah. Um. What was the Freddy one? 
Uh, it was the Titans of Terror. So you first go into Nightmare, and then you go into Friday the Thirteenth, and then it's uh, Texas Chainsaw. But it's cool. Every were there chainsaws? Yes. You just walk into a room. It's cool because like the transition between each uh, movie series is like this hallway with the laser lights that are going around, and it's black and it's smoke, so you don't know what the hell you're going into. So that's cool. And then the backlot tour. It seemed a lot shorter than years past, but is there a lot of Chucky in it? Oh, right when you get dropped off at the uh, from the tram, yeah, they're stopped. You're stopped by a bunch of Chucky dolls with chainsaws, and then they just <laughs> rip them up and they just start going after you. And that's how they used to open the park anyway. They used to be staying like pretty much on Main Street, and all the clowns or all the actors that are right there, right at seven o'clock when it's open, they turn that stuff on they blow fire in the air and they just start chasing people but there's so many people and it's so hard for them to get anybody like everybody out of the park before they can right get to do it so you can't do it anymore use real chainsaws those people will move (laughs) (laughs) what about those people down there they'll move uh real quick a new hope's 121 empire's 124 jedi's 131 Okay. Force Awakens is 138, Rogue One is 133. So Empire Strike, yeah, each one in the original trilogy got a little bit longer. The Return of the Jedi was the longest, and that makes sense because the first 40 minutes of the movie have nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> <laughs> they got to get Han. So has nothing to do with the plot. <laughs> the plot of the movie is it's set up as, hey, there's another Death Star. All right, let's just go <laughs> hang out with Java for 40 minutes. And then, <laughs> so you're just like, boy, the main point of this just doesn't take very long. Well, the first 40 minutes of this movie is a trap. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap. But even, even Force Awakens. Well, no, everything is because, because it's a chase movie. Yeah. But the main plot is trying to find Luke. I mean, I guess, I guess that's kind of a chase, though. You had the, the main plot at the very beginning when Poe goes to, to Jakku, and then at the very end when they, they realize there's a planet base. When R2 all of a sudden, according to the movie, just decides to wake back up. and That's because R2 is much like Yoda. He's a gigantic dick. <laughs> <laughs> once you know what they knew. <laughs> once, you, once you see the Clone Wars and you get to the end with the... the you, know, you realize... I remember having Yoda, Yoda before. Yoda knew everything. <laughs> that's R2 going, you don't remember me, you jackass, you old hermit bitch. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Why are you hitting me? <laughs> you... You. They've never got their mind wiped. Are you sure? Because they're just standing there looking at Ben going, I don't know who this is. No idea. His last name is Kenobi. Never heard of anybody like that. Not at all. <laughs> well, 3PO is the only one that... <laughs> 3PO gets his wiped. mind wiped. Well, yeah, R2 doesn't. I thought 3PO doesn't get his mind wiped. No, because no, at the end of episode Bale 3, Bale, when Bale gives the droids to Antilles, he tells, he tells him, um, take care of these droids... Yeah. Have the have the protocol droids mind wiped, and then it cuts to R two, and R two kind of does the laughing beeps, because he doesn't get his mind wiped. That's how I came up with the whole plot from my fan film I'm putting together. I'm sure somebody else has already done. <laughs> at this point. Shut up. So, anyways, we're gonna wrap things up. I that. Look that up. Can we have something else in the roundup we were supposed to talk about? No, that was it. That was it. Wow. That was all of it. Are you sure that was all? Uh, of it? Ethan's contributed so much tonight. Saturday morning. <laughs> he was doing calisthenics. What? Saturday, Saturday morning, morning roundup. This woman <laughs> continues morning. to walk out from behind that screen. <laughs> yeah. 
every single time. She's got to give you those questions. Yeah. It's just like, why doesn't she just stay in front? (laughs) So on that note, we're going to wrap things up. So check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we are on Instagram as Nerdables. And we'd still love to hear from you if you made it this way, made it all the way through this episode. Let us know what you think. Tell us how you like or hate about us. So for Chris, Mike, I hate that you hate Tim Ray Genesis. It's the best film ever. I'm R.A. saying we'll talk to you next week. Get your ass to Mars. Just Mars.